Hello, you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of July 9, 2022. Our local stories this week feature a county drone program, parking codes, and a new chamber official. But first, the big picture. Washington is one of 13 cities in the state advancing to the final round of the Iowans Unite Community Contest. The competition is sponsored by the Iowa Economic Development Authority. Washington Chamber of Commerce Director Michelle Redlinger said the community was excited for a chance to win. Yeah, so for a community our size, we only had to hit a threshold of 500 votes, and I know we exceeded over 1,000, and the 1,000 vote threshold was what the larger communities had to um, reach. They closed it before I could see our final numbers, but I feel like we are just like neck and neck with the top. So I'm really excited about that. And then at the beginning of this week, we got our second phase of this contest. And um, we have to put together a one-page essay. City clerk Sally Hart is one of the volunteers writing an essay about the community. So the assignment we've been given is to focus on hometown pride, what that means to your community, and how our community supports small business. So that's what we're looking to focus on and really get a chance, like Michelle said, to tell our story. Redlinger encouraged anyone with ideas to reach out to the chamber. Once selected, the essay must be submitted to the state on Monday. This contest, we have the ability to really let the state know how amazing Washington is. And if community members would help us tell this story by submitting their ideas and their thoughts, then, you know, we can do the best that we can to showcase the community as a whole. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news after the break. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The Value Meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the Blue Plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. Washington County supervisors have signed off on a drone program after a meeting Tuesday morning. Emergency Management Coordinator Marissa Risen said the unmanned craft would be helpful tools. Drones are um, some pretty amazing technology that's grown pretty rapidly. Um, We'll be able to use them for search and rescue operations, um, for, I know the sheriff's office has used them in the event that a suspect runs on foot, we can find them. Uh, We're also getting the drones with the thermal cameras, so we can take them to any structure fires and we can identify hot spots for the firefighters and help them out. in the event of flooding, um, we'll be able to get a bird's eye view. Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. said he worried about the device's cybersecurity. The Chinese company that makes the drones, called DGI, has been flagged for suspicious software in the past. I know at one time there was some talk about uh, the, the computer chips in these things being produced by China, and China was uh, collecting all the data that all the civilians and everybody that was flying drones around could access. So is there any possibility that there's uh, uh, any Chinese hack with these. 
Chief Deputy Sean Ellingson said he wasn't too concerned about that possibility. I'm not sure what really information they're going to get other than, the, you know, aerial views. I'm not sure that uh, there's really going to be much data that's going to be useful to the Chinese government in Washington County from us flying. And they're going to get more from your uh, cell phone than they prior are this drone. So. Fifteen Washington residents gave public comments at a city council meeting Tuesday night. Most voiced concerns over a slew of proposed street and parking ordinance changes. Resident Marissa Fox lives on Highland Avenue. She said proposals didn't match the neighborhood's wishes. I oppose the parking ban on my block. Um, there is quite a bit of parking, um, sometimes it is monopolized. Um, however, to completely get rid of parking would be a disservice to my neighborhood. Um, parking is only allowed right now on one side. If we take away that one side, you are forcing people to walk clear down the street and around the corner just to come visit. Um, we also, at my house, we are a one-stall garage, two-vehicle household. Um, this takes away parking from us because sometimes we don't necessarily fit into our driveway and we take over the sidewalk, which causes an inconvenience for any kids or people walking by. Catherine Bowen runs a daycare on East Main Street. She said changes were not well tailored to the area. Even though I'm a single mom, I have three teenage kids, so we have multiple cars. Across the street is um, rentals, which, you know, they're all grandfathered in. But these properties weren't built with parking available. And, um, you know, anytime downtown has any events or, you know, the local businesses try and do anything, of course, the parking overflows into our area because we're just close enough. So there's already not much available parking-wise. I think it creates a huge hardship. Um, I know there's another daycare on our street. If you close our side, the minibus has to have, you know, the three-year-olds going across the street, which isn't safe. Washington resident Jennifer Durst said the city needed to notify people on affected roads. I feel at this time it is premature for the board to carry out a potential first reading this evening. It warrants additional discussion based on many contributing factors and unanswered questions. Traffic studies have not been conducted to substantiate the viability of the proposed changes. Future consequences of the proposed changes have not been identified and addressed. Citizens in affected areas have not been notified. Um, no other measures are being proposed to reduce speed, at least in my area, or um, for alternatives for parking. Mayor Jaron Rosine recommended that the council push back public readings of the changes, a move city council members agreed with. I'd just like to speak to the, the process real briefly again, which as I mentioned, I will recommend to the council that the first reading is not passed tonight and that it is separated out so adjustments can be made because I think it's important to listen and, and to do so and just to remain calm and, and figure out what needs to remain and, and what needs to change, if anything. With the potential changes, the reason that there's three readings is for exactly uh, input like this from community members. So by not doing that first reading tonight, that first reading of any proposed changes, they'd be separated out and that would be in two weeks from tonight. The second reading would then, in theory, be two weeks after that, and the third reading would then again be two weeks after that. So that gives time for changes to be made, for things to be looked at more closely, and by my clock, that would be two months. The Washington Chamber of Commerce has a new employee. Michaela Slechta just wrapped up her first month as the organization's outreach and communications coordinator. Slechta said the role was still evolving. Their hopes for me is to bring more people to the community and get people to know about the community who are here already. It's so broad. 
yeah, I think I think we're just all trying to figure it out all together. I don't I don't know. Um, we're still figuring out how to share um, the job between the city and the chamber, and exactly what I'm going to do every single day when I um, when I come in. What my main focus will be before all of the little tasks. The work changes every day. Something Selecta said was a major appeal. I went from a 7.30 to 4 job where you clock in at 7.30, you leave at 4 o'clock, and you have a 45-minute lunch. It's very, like, same thing every single day. Um, this job is different all the time. Hours change, you know, because of events and different things like that. So there's always something different, and you're never doing the same thing at the same time of day. Like, it's just all new and fun and fun and exciting and I think that's I think that's what I like most about it because I can I can't ever get bored of one thing. That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week, right after this. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Heavy rain and stifling humidity didn't stop 4th of July celebrations in Wellman last weekend. While the parade was delayed for an hour, MCs Sean Powell and Tracy Owens said they were impressed with the turnout. For postponing to see how many people came back and just to see the folks that hung around during it, so this is, I think it was a success. It was an hour. I mean, that that's, that's it's usually about, about we 50 do. minutes to an hour, so it was actually a little and more than the street was packed for the yep. spectators. Wellman Community Club President Heather Trimpey said the community was pushing to make its Independence Day events a bigger deal every year. So when I was a kid, I grew up in Wellman. You spent all day at the park. After the parade, you immediately went up to the park and you spent the day. As a community club, we're trying to do that. We're trying to give families and people that are coming back um, the experience they had as a kid for their kids. Uh, we're trying to get more up at the North Park, um, more activities, more family-friendly things, just so you can spend the day at the park, and just like it used to be when we were growing up. So we're working hard to bring that back. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. To get your message on the show, call 319-653-2191. If you like the show but don't want to spend money on it, you can share it with someone you know. It's free, it's a great excuse to reach out to someone you haven't talked to lately, and it helps us out a lot. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.